What's up, guys? My name is Christian, and this is Season 2 of Masters of Life Podcast. We have a killer lineup of high performers this season, and if you don't already know, I share their habits, skills, and stories to help all of us just get a little bit better. So, without further ado, let's get it, let's go, right here on Season 2 of Masters of Life Podcast. Good morning, guys. We are ending our Season 2 with Leah Marie Monroe, the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Red Luxury Real Estate Marketing and Productions. Leah was previously the creator, designer, and editor-in-chief of a luxury home and lifestyle magazine before opening Red Luxury with season one finale guest Michael Zelina. Throughout her 20 years of experience, Leah contributed to the success of global brands such as Artesian Spas, Luxury Estates International, and the American Red Cross. Under her direction, Red Luxury, Vegas premier luxury real estate marketing and production agency, was chosen to create the digital marketing for Josh Flagg of Bravo TV's Million Dollar Listing LA, and most recently superheaded the marketing and creative strategy for the highest residential sale in Las Vegas for 2019, selling the Skyfire estate for $16 million. Leah comes from a long line of successful entrepreneurs, but she has paved her way by putting her heart and muscle in all that she believes in. She is the definition of a rock star. Leah Marie Monroe, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. It was my pleasure. So let's kick things off with an interesting fact about your background that has shaped who you are today. Well, I would say there are two things that uh, that has made a significant impact in who I am today. First being um, that when somebody says life goes full circle, that couldn't be more true. Uh, exactly 30 years ago at the age of 40, my mother actually started her real estate and auction business. And then you fast forward to today, uh, to my 40th birthday back in May, we actually launched Red Luxury Real Estate Marketing <laughs> and Productions. Did you wait till you were 40 to so do that? <laughs> absolutely not. I had no intention. And I could not have predicted that if there were signs that would have you know, yeah. gave me any inkling that, that this is where I would be today. Um, and then the second fun fact that I would say shaped who I am today, um, I actually was classically trained in ballet and spent the majority of my youth in the studio and in the theater. So from the front stage to the backstage, I was involved in every aspect of creating and managing a production. So mm. there you have it. There's pretty much explains why I am where I am today. Um, so, you know, it's combining the experience of the d business development with the ability to captivate an audience, and then you have the creation of Vegas's premier luxury real estate marketing and production agency. So when I was sit when I was 18, actually, and sitting through all those real estate classes, I would have never thought in a million years that that would be the result. Yeah. So who would have thought ballet and real estate would yeah, <laughs> bring me here today? Yeah. So here we are. That's That's basically the two things that that shaped who I am and what that's I've done today. That's so interesting because yeah. with ballet or even in sports or anything like that, a lot of people don't know what goes on in the back end. So you took the time to really understand the production side of it too, more than just performing? Yeah, yeah. Well it um, The first year I actually taught as well. So I had oh. 500 students and choreographed all the shows. We did six to eight productions a year. So from choreographing to actually defining the um, production from start to finish to painting backdrops to designing the programs to coordinating advertising. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. every realm you could think of um, I was involved in. So oh. while I was doing all that, 
then on the other side of it, I had, you know, I was working for our family business and uh, everything from balancing the checkbooks and paying the bills for, for the real estate office um, to door knocking and creating flyers. And back then, um, we had, uh, it was called print shop and the pixels mm. were about an <laughs> inch wide. Yeah. And uh, so I was creating all the, the graphic support um, and yeah, so that was my world growing up. So from the business side to the creative side, that was that was kind of my my world. Yeah. So business is, is in your blood. Yeah. And it's <laughs> something you live through. So uh, it seems like you don't have much um, weaknesses. But what is your greatest strength and greatest weakness? So um, let's obviously start with strength. So yeah. again, um, that upbringing really was it really instilled. Uh, the capability of utilizing not only my right brain, which is your creative side, but your left being analytical. So, um, so most aren't both left and right brain. Right. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to expand on the creative side, but also with a, a strategy, yeah. right? Um, and then when it comes to weaknesses, you know, I, it took me a minute to kind of think about this because <laughs> <laughs> there I have I actually have a lot of weaknesses, believe yeah. it or not. Um, Shocking. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I appear to be perfect. No, no, no. Um, but I have a lot of weaknesses, and uh, and you know they say pain is weakness leaving the body, right? Mm. And without pain, there is no gain. So for me, all the weaknesses or pressure points, um, either it be professionally or personally, are actually windows of opportunity. So throughout each and every day, you're constantly faced with certain weaknesses. And, and that's why I like to say I have a lot of weaknesses because, again, nobody's perfect. Um, but it's truly how you look at your weaknesses. And for me, weaknesses are opportunities. Um, so at any time where I feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this or there's a moment of intensity where it's painful or the nerves or – for instance, this podcast, you know, <laughs> I I know that even in that moment where it feels like, oh, man, this is, I don't know if I can do my best or if I have that capability, the reality is that's where that capability lies. Mm. So that's why I kind of joke and say I have a lot of weaknesses because I welcome those weaknesses, yeah. you know. And, um, and it's important to identify uh, weaknesses internally and externally. Um, and with a sense of joy, uh, know, know that, you know, you should be owning your potential and too many like to shy away at their weaknesses or redirect blame why something isn't working. But for me, let's be proud of what we think is weakness because with the right team and the mentors, what you thought might be a weakness, they can actually help you see those weaknesses, um, can very well be the key that un uh, unlocks an imaginable future. So in, in terms of just that, self-awareness for your weaknesses is it, if you don't have any weaknesses, if you think that you're some superstar, rock star, arrogant person, then like you said, it, it hinders your growth and soon people will pass you because they, they can see and they know their own weaknesses and mm -hmm. they can grow past them. So I completely agree with what you're saying and I think it's a great way to put it. So what, what, what lesson took you the longest to learn? The lesson that uh, took me the longest to learn was probably that you can't put logic into something that was never logical to begin with. 
Is that a um, quote? <laughs> that, Did you just I don't, make that up? No, I don't know. I heard that years ago, and it was just something that always stuck with me. Because there are certain times in your life or certain situations that happen, and you just you rack your brain on why, 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 and you're constantly seeking the answers to figure it out because the worst thing is it's something that you can't figure out. And uh, along with that comes a level of uh, certain expectations that you have. And when you finally come to terms with the reality that you have a level of expectations, you are defining um, why something is happening or not happening. And the reality is you're just trying to make sense of something that just never made sense to begin with. So don't stress it. Don't overanalyze it. Don't worry about it. Just know that it wasn't logical to begin with, and you can't control situations or people. You know, we're all a product of our circumstances, and, and there is no one circumstance. So why hold people up to certain expectations? And the reality is most things are driven by emotion, and there's a reason why feelings come and go. It's not a certainty. Um, I always say it's a fine line um, juggling like a kind of a fine line juggling act when it comes to recognizing what you feel and what is the truth. It's mm. definitely a skill in removing the emotional lens filter to see logic, to adapt, adjust, and overcome and help others to do so as well. Like take a step so back. So yeah, just yeah. to kind of accept things for what they are, understand them, and and have, like you said, that self-reflection uh, and in, in the sense of, are you viewing something out of this personal emotion or are you viewing it out of a, a professional perspective? Mm -hmm. You know, to constantly be aware of, of how you're approaching certain situations or cer certain people. Because um, I think a lot of times we can get lost in that. Again, trying to find those answers of why is this happening? Why isn't this person doing this or that? And I think once you get to that conclusion, which again, it's, it takes time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it takes yeah. time because, you know, frustration, you want, s you want people to understand what you see or know what you know, or, or you expect them to act a certain way or do a certain way, but that's just not the reality. It's not the reality. Yeah. So that was probably the toughest lesson. So in doing so, that's where you're going to have the most power. Um, because rather than force something, inspire somebody. And you can only inspire by being the example, you know? Mm. So that's kind of the by longest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so there's, I know this is superficial, but when it comes to servers, for example, if they don't get tipped well, like, oh, this bastard, he doesn't want to tip me. But, you know, you, you, you just move on to the next one. I mean, it could be you're just a bad server. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, you maybe you had a bad day. You just didn't realize yeah. it. But always putting the blame on things that are out of your control. Yeah. It's it's toxic to you and to your growth. And you're right. I mean, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control your attitude towards it. And I think there's this thing called curse of knowledge where people who are like high level engineers, for example, they would talk to somebody like us about a uh, device and be like, how do you not know that? And you just you some people get so caught up in. People should know what they know, and it's just, it's a toxic way of thinking, and I think you're right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's human nature to just kind of react mm. to what is being delivered to you. Um, but it's those moments where you don't react and you choose to lead mm. someone in the opposite direction. If you're going to a store to pick something up and, you know, you can obviously tell that they're, they've either had a frustrated day or they're upset about something, some external factor in their personal life, whatever it be, you know, rather than being upset that they're providing you a bad service, in return, ask them, how can I make you smile? Mm. How can I make, in the sense of how can I make a difference? Yeah. You know, rather than being frustrated and being and, and yell at them for, yeah, yeah. just say, make their day what worse. Can I d- yeah, yeah. What can I do to make you smile? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, every time that I've done something like that, it comes back to you 10 times fold. Mm. Not only does it make you smile, but you've now just changed somebody's day. And I think that's the, the biggest gift that you can ever, ever give is, is the inspiration to to see and feel differently. Mm. So even in those smallest moments where you yeah. just want to tell somebody off. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> it takes a lot of willpower, but I wish more people would approach, you know, those moments like that because we all just need a hand or a pat on the back or a reminder that things could be a lot worse. Oh, I like that. Good yeah, talk. Yeah. That was a good talk. I like that. <laughs> I'm getting warmed up. I'm yeah, getting warmed up. <laughs> I like that. That was really good. And it, you know, obviously there's there's some sort of passion there. Mm-hmm. And you you really you've clearly put some thought into that because it's it's something that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And something clearly maybe you've probably seen bad examples yeah. of or good examples out there in the world. So what is the hardest decision professionally that you've had to make? Well, this was a decision most recently and that uh, was the decision to combine our personal life with our business life. Mm, we're getting into this. So, okay. yeah. Kay. So, this is hot and heavy. Um, my entire career, I purposely kept it very separate. Um, you know, it was important for me to be a strong leader. And in being a strong leader, um, the less my team members knew mo- about me, the better. Mm. <laughs> In the Kay. sense of, you know, when we're there to achieve certain goals, there's no exterior factors to determine any form of judgment that would cause any doubt in my staff yeah. um, or my ability. Exactly. Um, and growing up in family business, I saw firsthand the sacrifices and the negative impact it can have on a personal relationship. And that was the last thing I wanted. However, through recent reflection, I realized again that my weakness, my pain, my challenges would actually become my biggest career highlight. Um, When my life partner of 18 years and I joined our talents to form Red Luxury, um, it proved my theory that on the other side of weakness or fear is power. And with our incredible growth and accomplishments in such a short amount of time it's proven that Mm -hmm. and I think because of that moment it has reassured me that every time I'm either nervous or anxious or even uncomfortable or something that I'm hesitant to do that is the number one thing I need to do Mm. so that's that's been the hardest decision. Um, 
and also with that comes with the, the the discipline that it takes to combine your personal life within your business life. Um, you have to as a, you know as an entrepreneur, you have to wear multiple hats, and in wearing multiple hats, you have many lens factors to look through, and those can become blurred or muddy at times. Um, so there's times where you need to have a conversation with your business partner, but yet the emotion of whatever factor being that you have a personal relationship will come out in that. Um, so you have to be very careful about separating and understanding where those thoughts are coming from, where those feelings are coming from, and define those um, boundaries across the board when you're merging those two lives together. Um, so that's, that's been the, the hardest decision and the, and the biggest challenge. Mm. But again, you know, what we've accomplished shows that's where the power is. Yes. In, in business and in marketing, you have to connect and uh, you have to kind of open up, in this industry anyhow, open up those, those lines. Yes. So it's so interesting. So what advice then? When people go into a relationship, or even if they start a job and then they end up being in a relationship with a coworker, what is your what is your advice? I mean, or if they go into business with a spouse or a significant other, what is your advice? Immediately out the gate, we're we're together, or give it some time. What is your advice? Um, as far as how much you're letting mm -hmm. either clients or coworkers, or in that sense, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've. I've kind of gone back and forth with this um, because obviously we're currently in that situation right now. And I think the conclusion that I've come to is that it, on one side, you know, you get me, you get a, a hell of a negotiator. If you get, a, if you get Michael, a hell of a negotiator, you get me a hell of a, of a designer and marketer and, mm. you know, um, so there's a lot of value in in that, um, but at the end of the day, it it, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. the personal relationship because the service is going to be provided uh, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So, um, as far as advice to other couples that are looking to get into business, and if it matters one way or another, um, externally, no, I don't. I don't think it really does. Um, but within your own realm of, of business and your, and your life, um, it, it, it is significant because you have to be each other's cheerleaders and you have to um, back up that person 100%. Even at the end of the day when you're looking at your partner, which is your, you know, say the C CEO of the company, you need to have that conversation with your significant other and go, man, my CEO was a, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. jerk today, yeah. <laughs> you know, because your 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 part your you know your husband your girlfriend, uh, those are the people that you have to vent to mm -hmm. because they they love you unconditionally, Just you know, imagine. and they're not going to have any judgment. <laughs> yeah. How, so you have to, like, be able to talk, yeah. Yeah. you know, and invent and let that out. But the reality <laughs> is it's going to be about that yeah. <laughs> yeah. person. Do you ever talk third person at home? <laughs> 
in, in a sense, yeah. yeah. And I've actually, this is something I was talking to my girlfriends r- most recently, and uh, her business partner is her sister. Okay. And it was actually advice that came from her, and I just thought that was brilliant, you know, because it, it's uncomfortable conversations that you got to have. Mm-hmm. And however, if you phrase it, as if it's a completely different person and it's mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, it's a it's it's a role within your business, it becomes a different conversation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's fascinating. Like one of those things where <laughs> I'm asking for a friend, right? Yeah. yeah. I have this boss, <laughs> exactly. man, he's just not knowing what's going on. I'm asking for a friend, what's your advice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So what what is um what should people learn to do every day? Breathe. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. We just, people just need to remember to breathe. Um, you know, and, and know that being busy is not a badge of honor. And we must take time for us, our family, and simply just breathe. Take moments to take it all in and truly appreciate um, every high and even every low. Um, and just breathe and be still and be silent. Um, and, and we live in this crazy hundred miles per hour information Mm -hmm. overload. And as much as you can fill your brain with knowledge and experience as much as possible, it means nothing if you can't step back and truly breathe and take it in and see it for what it really is mm-hmm. so just breathe that's a good one <laughs> i like that now er, that whole part i'm assuming when people listen to it they're just gonna <laughs> breathe yeah this is just going to breathe so yeah what is your biggest financial splurge well believe it or not i really don't like things um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a financial splurge in the sense of buying things. Um, I actually cherish everything, but much rather have an experience than a thing. So for me, it's time. Um, mm. Because what's the one thing that we can never get back? Time. So my big financial splurge is either just stepping away from the office and knowing that those hours I could be in the office could be making amount of money. X amount of money. Yeah. Or my time is worth this X amount of money. Yeah. Um, or it can simply be the time that I'm taking for either myself or my family or for my team. Um, so it's, it's time. And time is expensive. Mm-hmm. And time costs money. Um, but I truly believe that that time that you take is going to come back to you 10 times fold. Mm-hmm. So or uh, or this is all worth nothing. Exactly. You know, what are you doing it for anyway? And so what is the best investment you've made under $100? Again, I th- I think well, you know, I think when it comes to business, it's it, it has to be any software or or the technology um, to, again, be efficient and to stay ahead of the curve. Um, so anything that I've, I've spent um, that is 
under $100, over $100. Um, it's for the business. Is for the technology mm-hmm. for the business. If I can spend money, it's for time or it's for a piece of technology or software that can save that you can time. Save me time. Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> nice. So, what is your favorite quote? So, my favorite quote would be I would rather have a mind open by wonder than one closed by belief. And that was a quote uh, by Gary Spence. He's actually a semi retired American trial lawyer. And uh, he has never lost a criminal case either as a prosecutor or a defense attorney. So if that yeah. gives a little bit of credibility to that quote, I, I'd say it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's, it's true. Um, the only person that sets any limits is ourselves. And, uh, and you truly have to believe that anything is possible. And we have to be open constantly. Uh, belief can be a dangerous thing if we allow it to be one-sided um, and and. Believe me, things, there isn't a one way. Things can go two completely different ways. And the only certainty is the three C's. I always say it's um, choice, chance, and change. So you must make the choice to take the chance if you want anything to change. So that's why, for me, having a mind that's open to wonder and closed by belief it allows me to, to know that I have the power mm-hmm. uh, to make anything possible. So I, I'm, I don't know if this is the same, but what advice do you have for someone who just got out of college? So I think this kind of goes either you're going into college or out of college, um, because I think it's actually Im- important to kind of start, because that's such a milestone, you know, leaving high school, going into college. Um, you know, it's we're all asked, what do you want to be? You know, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? What are you going to study? What are you going to do for the rest of your life? And that can be an overwhelming question. Um, so I think right out of the gate, uh, you need to, um, to live life, of want to's and not have to's Mm. um and in saying that i mean you know spend your studies on what truly interests you because it's that energy level of interest that will nurture uh your growth and success you really have to love what you do or you know there's always some kind of shit that you have to do that you don't really want to do but Love aspects of it then and, and trust that with the right intentions, the money or the job title, that will come and, and things will truly fall in, in place. You know, I always say there's um, for every action is a reaction. And if the action is out of love, then the reaction will be a positive gravitation from others. Mm. So, you know, and, and that carries over into um, in, in business. You know, I... working with a variety of industries um you know i've had the opportunity to kind of observe how some companies that have you know have have suffered and some companies that have succeeded where they put their level of priorities and in the companies or even careers um at that they 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 can struggle because oftentimes they put 
profit or the company goals first, mm. then the customers is two, and and the employees last. Um, but the longevity of a company or your career, um, the first thing should be the love of your employees mm-hmm. or your team. The second should be customers. Uh, the third should be the goals of the organization, and that's the same um, for life. Love should always come first, health and self-love, um, and then your family goals. Uh, because in the end, your family goals will only achieve if you have, if you have that order yeah. of priority. And that again, that's love first. That's health. That's self-love. That's, that's everything. Everything starts from the top. Either that's the CEO of a company or that's the CEO of, of the house, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. So who is the most exceptional person that you've met and why? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's tough because there's definitely more than one. So, okay. you know, let me just start with my top three. Okay. Um, and, and that would be the, the three... W- the three women that uh, that raised me. That would be my grandmother, my mother, and my sister. Um, they instilled one common denominator, and I would say that is uh, act with heart and muscle, because with heart and muscle, anything is possible, and never take any shit. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> so they were all three different personalities, but, you know, looking back, that was the common denominator with all three of them. Um, and, and they taught me um, to know that and expect and act as if nobody will ever have my back. Um, so at the end of the day, only you can have your back. And, 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 and with that meaning, you stand strong with conviction and at all times be cool, calm, and collective because – who better to have your back than yourself? Yeah. Nobody's going to fight harder than yourself. Right. So, so and if not you, who? Right? Exactly, exactly. And, and, and you know, and, and we have family that, you know, obviously there are people that will have our back. But the point is, at the end of the day, believe in yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Have your back. Believe in what you say. Believe in what you stand for. And 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 in doing so, though, be cool, calm, and collective with it, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, to me, that was, they were such incredible, strong women that I'm I'm just blessed that again on on three different personalities and three different circumstances, and they uh, through through being raised by these three incredible women. You know, it, it, oddly enough, they all, at the end of it all, they ha- they all had that same common denominator. Mm. So, and then lastly, obviously, um, you know, I would want to, as far as exceptional people, you know, there's, there's a reason why Michael and I have been together for 18 years. And uh, come January, that'll be our 18th anniversary, and... To this day, he still amazes me, and and I still adore him. Um, and it's important to know that you can love anyone, but to adore someone is to uh, really admire them for who they are, good, wow. bad, yeah. whatever. Um, and, and, and without having 
somebody in my life that I truly adore has only allowed myself, uh, has only allowed me to see myself. Because I think, you know, I always, I always wish if there was one thing I could I- invent, it would be a mirror that allow, would allow us to see us for how others see us. And when you find somebody that you can truly adore, it's only because they are a reflection of you and they allow you to see yourself for who you really are. So that's, so with that, with the combination of having, you know, a significant other that brings that level of of identity to myself on top of having three strong women to raise me and mold me uh, you know that's i at the end of the day Game over. Yeah, yeah what more could you ask for yeah. and in knowing that it's unstoppable yeah you know seriously so i'm truly truly blessed so that's why i, I couldn't be a simple <laughs> couldn't be a simple oh, answer amazing yeah <laughs> But I mean, the, 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 the whole purpose of the question is to figure out what has shaped you, you know? Why do these people impact you the way they do? And I think you answered it perfectly. That's exactly what we're looking Thank for. Thank you. So looking back, what is your proudest moment? Proudest moment? Um, oh, man. So, you know, I took, took a minute to think about this one. And, you know, there's a lot of moments where we're like, hey, let me pat myself yeah. on the back. I did so good yeah. with that. But it's really not those moments that mm. that uh, that that truly are the proudest. Um, it it was the moments when I was told you can't, mm. and obviously in those moments of being told, "Oh, you can't do this or you can't do that," obviously it didn't feel good. I wasn't very proud. However, again, being raised by those three powerful women. Um, it quickly turned. And so, you know, I was told I would never be a professional ballerina because of my height. Then later, I would perform with well-established dancers and teach over 500 students within a year. Um, I was told I couldn't write. Then later, I would not only create a full-blown magazine, its identity, but its messaging and become the (laughs) editor-in-chief. I was told I couldn't do math, then later, I would manage millions of dollars in marketing budgets. Can you do math? <laughs> I can add money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Don't know that counts. Oh, so, so yeah, that's that. Those those are the pr- proudest moments. That's good, and I think that that's that's such a good way of putting it. Is that the your proudest moments are the moments you or other people didn't think you could achieve, mm-hmm. and so that that's that's perfect. And Leah, as we're, you know, we're wrapping up here. I mean, we, we did o- over an hour of content here. So, but I really, as we get busy, and I know you're doing a lot of things. I see you guys doing tons of things, always on the go, a thousand miles an hour. But what are you grateful for? Oh, man. I, you know, there's not one thing. How can there be one thing? It's true. So I'm grateful for everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, a grateful heart is the most powerful thing you can possess. Mm. So... You know, even, um, and I'm even grateful for the moments in life that I'd rather forget about. Um, you know, there was a friend that had told me, um, 
right after divorce, which was the most devastating thing he had experienced, um, that, you know, we were sitting there and, you know, he was kind of going, we were going back and forth and, and the conclusion that came from him, it really stuck to me. And he said that, you know, every rose has a thorn. And just because that rose doesn't last doesn't mean it wasn't the most be- beautiful rose in the garden. And that was just so oh. profound, right? Doesn't that just give you goosebumps? Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. So as I mentioned before, every, everything we are taught that is bad is actually quite the opposite. You know, you, you think, again, you know, an end of a marriage is, is the most horrific thing that can happen in somebody's life. However, it was the most amazing thing that, it happened, was the most in amazing thing that happened in their life. And just yeah. because something doesn't, just because something ends doesn't take away its beauty. Just because something is painful doesn't mean it will prevent you from doing anything. Just because something is viewed as a weakness doesn't mean it won't be your biggest strength. So long ago, I learned that, you know, there's an advantage at doing the complete opposite than the majority, no matter what it is. Um, we already see the outcome. So, you know, why do, why, why follow mm-hmm. the, the pack? You know, um, why, why, why follow a trail when you can make your own? Because um, you already see where they're going and you see the outcome. So why not at least explore? Yeah. And again, have a mind open with wonder and explore and create your own path. It's worth a shot. And and to this day, it hasn't proved me wrong um, because doing the opposite, again, it has always proved that the op- to think or do the opposite is actually more of the right way <laughs> of doing mm-hmm. things. And in a bigger picture, the more you do differently the more you're just being you you're being more authentic to who you are you're owning you know the good and the bad and and it makes you live hard it makes you love strong and conquer any mountain in your path so at the end of the day just be grateful for everything and and embrace the complete opposite of what our society trains us to think or to believe um because I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Wow, that's <laughs> a great way to put it. That's that was beautiful. Thanks. So, I mean, I, I just want to end it there, but I do want to give you a chance to talk about a little bit how people can connect with you, okay. where they can find more about things about you, and um, a little bit about business. Yeah, sure. So last week we actually had uh, a pretty exciting milestone um, on our YouTube channel. Uh, Red Luxury Productions. It, we reached a thousand subscribers. Congrats! Thank you. Um, and that was obviously wow. a, a team effort. And um, and really, you know, uh, we do a little bit of here and there to make sure you know we're we're getting our subscribers. But it truly was organically done. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's just because of the content that we're yeah. creating. You know, um, we didn't buy subscribers. We you know we're not trying to do any any tricks or anything like that yeah. it truly um was organic growth that happened 
simply because people truly like what we're doing and what we're producing and creating. So that was a huge, you know, again, you know, some companies might be like, oh, that's nothing. But again, it it was a big deal to us because it truly was because of what we were creating and, and, and how people were responding. Responding. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's been exciting. So definitely check out our YouTube channel. Um, Again, it's uh, Red Luxury Productions. Um, and subscribe and check out. We have a lot of things coming up in the pipeline. Um, we also, you know, in selling Las Vegas, we also highlight why we love living in Las Vegas. Who would have thought those two things would be, you know, in the same realm? You know, we're just not in the business of selling homes. We're in the business of selling lifestyles and and in and, 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 and a sense of community, you know, uh, not to misconstrue, you know, that, that luxury is just all about a certain price point. Um, it's, it's about a lifestyle and it's a, and for us, it's a level of service. Um, so when you go to that YouTube, uh, channel, you'll see, um, we've created, uh, little episodes of living in Vegas that kind of gives you a better insight in, in what the city has to offer. It's an incredible city. Um, and everything you could think of is at our fingertips here. And I always tell everybody, you know, this is the, the one place that you can live and eat like a king <laughs> and be able to afford to do so. Yeah. Um, and, and that comes with, you know, 30 minutes down the road, you have Lake Las Vegas. Another 30 minutes the other direction, you have Mount Charleston. There's so much. And then in a weekend, you can hop over to California or Zion. Yeah. or There's just so much here. So, again, putting love first, you know, we really want to educate um, our clients and, and, and those that are visiting our YouTube channel of why we do what we do because we love it here. So definitely check out uh, Red Luxury Productions on YouTube. Um, Also our Facebook, uh, Red Luxury Vegas. Um, You can follow us on our Facebook page and uh, stay up to beat on the latest uh, noteworthy sales. Um, We have, again, like I said, we have a lot coming through the pipeline. And uh, you can also follow us on our Instagram page, again, Red Luxury Vegas. Um, and check out our website at uh, redluxury.com and all the goods are there and and get in touch with us uh, if you would like to reach out and uh, want to learn more about the industry or have any questions about living in Las Vegas or you just kind of want to bounce my ideas off this you know we, we love to talk yes. obviously <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, yeah get in contact uh, you can email us at info at redluxury.com and again just pick up the phone email us give us a call check us out please follow us um, we appreciate all the support and uh, we wouldn't be here without without you all so much gratitude amazing perfect thank you leah all right thank you well that wraps up today's episode thank you to our guests for killing it today There are so many amazing people out there who have so much to share. You know them, and I'd love to meet them. Send them my way. Thank you for joining us this week. Again, I'm your host, Christian. Share, subscribe, and I'll see you again next week on the Masters of Life podcast.